Hello, everybody. Welcome to HP After Dark. I'm here with the boys. Yeah. Brandon. What's up? Ben. Greetings. Phil. Hey. Phil. Yeah. You got that pop shirt on right pop off shirt the bat. Tonight. Yep. Though I will say this is the best one yet is Mega Man. Yeah. And it's got some Japanese writing on it. it does. And it is very nice. It, uh, like it, it. This one came with the figure too, so it was uh, oh, so cool. Yeah. So this is the second pop shirt that I've seen that has not only been its own franchise. But a pop, but also in Japanese. Is this a theme? Is Japanese writing in Japanese. Which one? Yeah, oh, the, the uh, Mickey the Mouse Kingdom Hearts one. The Mickey Mouse, I think, was Mickey in Japanese. Mouse. Yeah, I'm losing track. I only got about one left, and I don't know if I wore it already. Mm, I got to well. start buying some more. Yeah, you're. Did- I was good for like five, six months, and here yeah. we are. Yeah. Well, Phil, I'm pretty sure I saw one in the uh, discount section mm. at the Walmart. Okay. So just head on over there. Tried to go there today. Say. It was closed. Oh yeah, Still they closed. have been closing them. They were. <laughs> we don't want to talk about this too much. They were boarding up the, the front doors and stuff. I didn't realize that. Yeah, the Newcastle one. So maybe not the well, one. Well, they closed the other one. They when we when we had a, a protest here in town, they they evacuated it, but I don't know that they boarded it up or anything. Yeah, when they were barricading the front doors with like, uh, yeah, these big, yep, boarding it up and putting tape all around it and, huh. and yeah. Go figure. Hopefully you don't yeah, buy food but, um, right now. Yeah, I need to get some more pop shirts. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. So for anyone who doesn't know already, this is HP After Dark. Yeah. This is a once a month show from your pals here at handsomephantom.com. This show has no plan, no structure, no agenda. It is what it is. And, and that's we, why so many of you listen to it. That's right. <laughs> so if you're listening right now on Patreon, thank you very much. We really appreciate your support. But if you aren't, that means... You're a month behind. So if you want the latest episode of this show, you can just head over to patreon.com slash handsome phantom, sign up and get early access. Mm. So think about doing that. Just think about it. It might be be something worth investing in. Don't do more than think about it. Just do it. Right. Do it. Just do it. So. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. That's it. <laughs> See you, you next month. Um, <laughs> we got you to pay your dollar. <laughs> no, I'm just no, kidding. Just, no, yeah. no, 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 no. All right, here's something I've been wondering about the, about the the room behind you, the okay. the view behind you, I should say. Right. Uh, you've got a poster up for PSX 2015, 2016, 2015, 2015, and it's a poster of the Last Guardian. Yes. Now. You didn't like The Last Guardian. No, I love oh, The Last Guardian. It. I hated what? it. Yeah. I thought you hated it. I nope. hate the gameplay, and I am in love with the story. Okay, fair enough. Oh, well, in that case, and I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah, the story I, is fantastic. The gameplay is infuriating. I think it's a must-play game that is... It's so weird to recommend. I Like, seriously, I feel emotionally connected to the end of that game. Right. Like, pulled on me. Well, Left here, an impact. Here's oh. the reason I was asking, because... I thought it was a poster behind you about something you didn't care about. It was just mm-hmm. a cool free poster at PSX. But I was going to say, I used to have a poster, several of these posters, um, in my room when I was a kid of Dan Marino. <laughs> and it was, it was like a life-size one that you could get from Pizza Hut for free or something. Mm. And I think I had another one, too, but I can't remember who it was. It was a cowboy. And I don't like the Cowboys. Like an actual cowboy? Uh, no. <laughs> and I don't like Dan Marino that much. I mean, Dude, as come a player. Come on. 
His his role in the first Ace Ventura? Wow. <laughs> That's true. Oscar worthy, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Phil? <laughs> but I was just getting at, like, have you ever had posters? He wouldn't have won that. Then he the Super Bowl, couldn't win an Oscar. <laughs> have you ever had posters of things you didn't care about? Like, oh, yeah, all the time. Why, though? Why do we do that? I don't know. It's just, I've it's, never done that. It's more fun than looking at a, a blank wall. True. However, when I tell you, like, the posters I had in my childhood bedroom, you'll think it's stuff I don't care about, because I probably don't anymore. Um, Stephen Curtis Chapman yeah. was up there. Dion Sanders. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, you did. You yeah. did. Well, he was right. at my business. We talked about that probably on one of these podcasts, even. Um, what else? Uh, oh, I had this big one that was, like, Eight foot long, and it said no bull, and it had Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman's like big old heads on it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah it was That's all pretty in, like, sweet. black and blue, speaking, not black and white. Speaking of The Last Guardian, I'll probably just wait for Blue Point to remaster it at some point, yeah. <laughs> and then hopefully it'll have better controls, and I'll want to play it. Dude, Shadow of the Colossus is like, mm. don't fucking talk to me I about that. I have never <laughs> hated on a game so much and been so wrong in my life. I've never wanted to play a game so much and been so. Insanely aggravated by the mechanics. I had experiences with that oh, game. Wow. Like, that game did things Holy to me. Holy shit, felt... dude. You have a Colossus fetish. That's all I'm saying. Um, I mean, you really get in there and. <laughs> get in them. Literally shadow get the in those, that, that get into bush. them. To them, <laughs> and, uh, to, to them jowls. Stab around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just yeah. poke around in the dark. Right. Um, but yeah, the very last Colossus. Mm hmm. I almost put down the game. It was a bugger. I almost snapped the disc, yeah. but <laughs> for me, it was the one that flew Kept around going. and went in the water. Oh yeah, mine yeah. was the one that would go in the sand. Actually, oh yeah, yeah, equally difficult. With yeah, just, anytime they disappear for a little bit and then right. know, pop back out. But man, it, when you climb it and just shove that sword in, yeah, I'll just play Monster Hunter. I still haven't opened that yet. Yeah, I'd, if, if I want to kill monsters, I mean they're not quite as big, but no. it's still pretty fun. I need to get into that game. That game's so hard. It's it's real hard. It's mind mind boggling to me that I enjoyed it as much as I did mm -hmm. because it seems like a game I would not enjoy if I know myself. I can't believe that game sold so well for yeah. how hard it is. And I'm happy because I think it's a great game. Yeah. But it's um, it can be it's deep. too grindy for me. It can be I mean, deep. I, I want to dig in and try it at some point because I have it. But. Yeah. Well. Yeah, if you want to be proficient at all in the game, you need to grind. So the part that bothered me is that there were too many mechanics all at once. Yeah, it's very stat heavy. Yeah, it's a very stat heavy game, and a lot of a lot of different certain characteristics about it. Um, but yeah, have you guys you guys into Monster Hunter at all aside from Phil? I, mean, I played with you yeah. a little while when it first came out, uh, but I haven't. I haven't gone back to yeah. it. Yeah, I haven't touched it since Iceborne. It's supposed to be good. Yeah. Um, but I haven't, haven't, haven't really gone back. Haven't felt like I wanted to. You know, you're saying about stat-heavy games. We've talked a little bit about why some of us don't like the new Doom as much on HP podcasts. But dude, one of the things about Doom Eternal: too many stats, too many mm. systems. Yeah, yeah it's like, like this is the flamethrower, and this is the grenade, and this is the I don't know. I'm cool with that. It's the like. Okay, you have all of these different upgrades to your suit, and you have mm -hmm. all these different upgrades to your weapon, and you can also add runes, and you can, it's like, it's just, yeah, yeah, enough. Yeah. You know? So you can have too much of a good thing, I right. think, and I think that there's a fine line there, but yeah, I don't know that I'll be so soon to pick up the next Monster Hunter. Um, I enjoyed the time I had with the one I did, 
but I would like it to be simplified, I think, which I think most people probably disagree with. So, hey, you know what I fucking disagree with? The fact that you are a bitch. And shut up. Played just just shut up. Devil May Cry 5. <laughs> you're right. Oh, I when I you're right. Really you're right. You're game. right. You're right. Like, I've ne- I feel so confident. Yeah, it's a game you'll like. And I'm who because Me I'm too. saying this, I feel like I might be wrong now. I'm doubting. Damn, myself, but dude. That's what I'm playing next. I yeah, just, I, I have it. I have it. It's so good. I see I it. To, you have it all the yep. time on sale. Black Friday. I see it's, it all the time Black on sale. Friday stack. Yeah. This year. Mm-hmm. I love how sometimes Phil will buy games and then by the time he gets around to playing them, they're exponentially cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that's why I've been doing a lot of uh, Black Friday has been good the last couple of years. It's I'll like everybody when they bought Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the time they got home, it was worth less. <laughs> right. right now, they give you money to take Anthem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I buy a bunch. And like like Far Cry 5, by the time I finally got to that, I think New Dawn was already out for like a year. But yeah, man, it was one of my favorite games from two years before it, I played yeah. it. Right. Yo, yeah. I saw a joke on Twitter. It was like looters went in and looted a GameStop. There were 15 copies of Anthem. And when they left, there was 20. (laughs) Yeah. GameStop deserves the criticism. We've always been on it, the GameStop. They supplied me with a lot of nice $5 uh, Funko Pop shirts. They, uh, (laughs) they, uh, I had one bad experience and uh, and now I'm writing it off. But I'll still buy my games there. So I'm not really. Yeah. I remember when I went to buy Cuphead. Keep in mind, it was when Cuphead just came out because I wanted to buy the, uh, get the vinyl remember there was a black yeah vinyl. yeah yeah and uh the girl asked me you know what console i wanted that for right i'm like the only one it came out on yeah it's <laughs> a reasonable mistake unless not you if live. you work at GameStop. i just feel like not if you she work probably didn't sell many digitally digital codes of that game around here that's true especially but i don't know i don't know it's hard to separate because like the way we think is differently than i guess the way most people think about games you know we just are kind of on the no but I just expect the people that work at a place called GameStop to, like, know that. Right. Yeah. yeah I've seen people on Reddit talk about uh, Best Buy. And people are like, oh, you need any help buying a computer? They're like, yeah, I'm looking for something gaming. Say, okay, well, anything that has an i7 on the on the box will be good for gaming. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> That's that not could true. not be further than the truth. So I can tell you from working at Best Buy, um, they don't train you on right. products I'm sure they don't. Yeah. Like. Literally, there would be days where we, I was in the TV section, and we would just sort of like pick a TV, and there's no commission there, and just sort of like make a contest of who could sell this TV that day. Yeah. Not even lie to the customer and stuff, but we would just really promote that one TV. Right. Like, <laughs> obviously, we're not telling you that it's going to make you breakfast in the morning and stuff like that. But it's ironic that the company I probably know the most to push commissions and have annoying people in their store has the least knowledgeable. Yeah. Like, I guess probably it's to your advantage you work there to know more about the products if you want to sell more stuff mm-hmm. so but mm-hmm. i can't stand going into best buy nah, half the sucks. time you get mm-hmm. bothered so i started counting one time and it was like i was in this best buy for 15 minutes and i got bought like someone asked me if i needed help seven times yeah it's just because they don't want you to steal anything they don't care if you actually need help really yeah it's about theft yeah and oh yeah commissions? It, i mean that's at sure. least part of it a large part of it does best buy have commissions now I thought they did. They never always. did. When I, not when I worked there. Oh, so that's the thing. They so don't care. They don't. Thing. They don't care about. It. They just don't want you to steal anything. Yeah. The, the studies have proven that the more engaged a customer is, uh-huh. the less really? likely they are to yeah. to try to steal something. If you're ever oh. in a fitting room and they ask if you need another size, they don't care. They just want right. to make sure you're. They want to make sure it. you're not stuffing yeah. it under your pants or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Yep. 
I've had to do that in the past too, working at PacSun. I thought you meant stuffing stuff in your pants. Yeah, well, I never had to stuff anything in my pants. <laughs> Man, I remember PacSun. That's they're still a company, right? They're ish. So I don't know. We just don't have one here. No, it's weird now walking by. I don't know if it's still that way. I haven't been to the mall in a while, but it was a Justice afterwards. Oh. And like looking in a Justice and being like, oh, man, I used to work in there. That was PacSun before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Desecrated my PacSun with all your little girl stuff. When I was in sixth and seventh grade. And I was obsessed with skateboarding. I always wanted to go to PacSun. And I wanted my mom to buy me expensive branded t-shirts. Oh, for sure. For, like, Element and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And eventually, I was able to convince them to get me some because they were on clearance. And I loved that. It was so cool. They had the little Element patch mm-hmm. on the on the uh, sleeve. Yeah. 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 It was so cool. I always got the uh, bullhead jeans. I always, oh, got, yeah. I always got my skinny jeans from there. My, got, uh, like... Ultra tight skinny jeans. In my PacSun days, not I didn't work there, but when I used to go to PacSun, skinny jeans were not invented yet. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Are those supposed to be skating jeans? Skinny jeans? Skating, like skateboard jeans. Bullhead? Yeah. I don't know. Because I know they sell a lot of skateboard stuff there. Yeah. But I mean, like skinny jeans weren't popular yet. It was still like, it was in between the phase of super baggy and super tight. It's like normal, you know? Yeah, I used to rock a bunch of uh, what faded stars and straps when I worked oh, there. Yeah. Oh, Isn't dude, that, I completely fucking oh, yeah, forgot man, about that. that. Oh my goodness! Yep. Yep. Wow, that was, wasn't that wasn't that Mark uh, Mark Hoppus's stuff or something? Or wasn't Fallen? Or... Is Fallen a brand? Maybe for, for those who don't know, Paxson is <laughs> it was at least a regional, I think national, I but think it was a national maybe it was more thing. popular around our area maybe. because we had less stores like it. It's like a Zoomies. It was like a lot of uh, of West Coast type apparel in the in these stores. In rural Pennsylvania. In ru- yeah, so in rural Pennsylvania, if you went to PacSun to get your clothes, yeah. you were the coolest. <laughs> right. Yeah. At least you thought yeah. you were. Well, right. everybody else <laughs> thought you were. If you worked there and got the discount for people. Oh, shit. I mean, Phil got the yeah. hookup. What's weird is with Tony Hawk being in the spotlight once again because of the game i've been more interested in skateboarding stuff that's a whole another story but when i was looking at some of this i'm like there are some brands that are part of that were part of tony yeah. hawk that i haven't thought about yeah like you're like etnies right or mm-hmm. audios right oh mm-hmm. dude do you Those guys remember brands, do they still exist do you, yeah, i think so, um, I think so. do you guys remember fat farm oh yeah the shoes that had like oh, the cat yeah. on the side i'll oh, do ph you, if you had a pair of fat farms dude I don't remember what kind of shoes they were. Maybe they were Etnies, but didn't Bam Margera have a shoe for a while? Or at least at least one, if not yes. one. Uh, yes. I think I Bam did collabs. Bam did collabs okay. with a couple brands. I accidentally I bought... It wasn't that I had a problem with them. I just accidentally bought one of his shoes one time. And I got were so many Etnies? comments on it. Man, it I wanted insane. Etnies so bad. I remember asking Etnies, my mom they for them. Yeah. yeah. Dude, okay. Audio yeah. has a new name. They're now called Cali Strong. Wow, uh, I don't like. That. What about Fat Farm? I want a pair of Fat Farms. I'm gonna buy one right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Fat with the PH. Yeah. Yes. The really interesting thing, like that—that's one of those like specialty stores, and it makes me think about the time we could all talk about old jobs, probably, um, except for Dustin. Um, I had a job at a Sam Goody. Oh, nice. And I'll tell you what. One. I loved working there because everything we sold, I loved. They, we had mu- except for the apparel. I didn't always care for the apparel, but that we sold musical instruments. I love those. That we sold music, video games, movies, you name it. We sold it. 
and it was like the best thing. Two, the discount there was probably what to put them out of business, the uh, employee discount. Because if it was on a disc, basically, if it was a movie, a game, a CD, whatever, I could get 40% off. Wow. And they would once a month have a day where you could get an, employees could get an extra 10. So I would literally get it for 50%. Honestly, though, the, the Best Buy discount was better on like CDs and stuff. Right. Because we paid 5% above cost. Okay. So like. That might have been what ours was. I, I get a know. CD for three, four bucks for my drive home yeah. almost every day. It didn't even matter. You know, it's like <laughs> Spotify. So. Yeah. 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 Three bucks. Sure. I'll get that. Yeah. yeah Fat Farmers. 5% above cost. Fat Farmers no longer a brand. Oh, no. Sorry, Brandon. It was actually Russell Simmons's brand. You could I probably guess. get them on eBay. Yeah, you're definitely right. I actually forgot completely what they look like. I don't know why I ever wanted a pair. But <laughs> did Bob Birdquist ever have a, a, a uh, brand? He's still skating, isn't he? What is a Baker? Is Baker Sean Baker? No, Baker Boards. Oh, Baker Boards. I don't know who runs that. The but... only the only Baker I know of. Well, yeah. I guess there's a there's a um, snowboarder named Baker. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know exactly. Um, but I know because Baker Boards is like one of the Tony Hawk contemporary runs it, but. Um, his son rides for Baker and not Tony Hawk's skate line. Right. So probably because that would be looked at as a cop out in that area. Yeah. I find that the really interesting thing about these skating brands and stuff is that you don't like, I don't know. It seems like a lot of them, like Dustin was saying, you forget they exist until you see them again. Yeah. Uh, I feel that way when I go back to my hometown, which is not that, not my hometown, but my town nearest where I went to high school and grew up. Um, a lot of brands that I've forgotten about still exist there. For one, Fox. I know Fox is a popular brand still, Ugh. but I forget about like Fox because everybody I went to high school with, it was out in the sticks, had a four wheeler or a farm or yeah. something and all wore Fox brand stuff. And I never did. It's so funny. Cause like working at Paxson, yeah. if you came in with the Fox stuff, yeah. like you were the loser. Like mm-hmm. we, we. <laughs> <laughs> and we sold Fox stuff, but we're like, and we pick someone out, they walk in and be like, oh, they're going right for the Fox. Right. You know? <laughs> Fox even has cologne, you know? Yeah. Nice. Terrible. Yeah. Nice. They had a whole store at the mall near my house, like in, in Ohio. They just recently closed, thank goodness. What are other, I'm trying to think, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other brands that like I used to be into and don't wear anymore. By the way, the coolest outfit I ever had was a really pair, a really baggy pair of shorts and a Space Jam t-shirt. Nice. <laughs> wow. I used to rock those together nice. all the time. Did you guys ever have those like straight down pants that just stayed the same width the entire way down? I think that's what mine do now. And Jinkos. Yes. The Jinkos. Jinkos. Jinkos were you guys ever wear Jinkos? I had these, uh, they were skunk. They were called the skunks. Yeah. They, had, they were black with white stripe down the middle. And I had a skunk beanie baby that I would have uh, like hanging out the pocket. Oh well, hell yeah! yeah. That's uh, that's that something. sounds visualize that. My friend, do you, who have, was, do you have any pictures? I don't actually, <sighs> unfortunately. My friend yeah. who was a good bit older than me, at one point had Jinkos. They were denim that the the tops like were like you know they fit like regular, and at the bottom, I think that each leg was thirty inches. They get big. Thirty inches around, yep. and I, I, at the time he was a small dude. That was bigger around than his body. Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't even wear 30 size pants. I had terrible injuries twice because of Jinkos. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> terrible injuries. Um, I don't know. Explain. See this big scar right there. I don't know if you can see that on my oh, leg. Okay. Big what scar. happened there? Uh, I'm on the back of a quad, Jinkos on. We go <laughs> off this jump, and my pants get caught in the tire, and my leg goes underneath it. 
the guy driving goes, something's slowing us down. I'm like, yeah, it's me. It's like, my, yeah, I am it's under my the fucking quad. leg. Were so, you also wearing a fox shirt? I was not wearing a fox okay. shirt. However, like, it was bleeding pretty badly at that point. Yeah. And uh, all tore up. And we actually, we just went out into the highway and we're going back to, like, his house to try to get me to a hospital. We actually got pulled over on a quad on the highway trying to... Yeah. Get back and get some. I never did go to the hospital, so it just sort of healed with this funky scar on it. Nice. Um, then I was playing basketball another time. And, uh, <laughs> in Jacobs? In Jacobs. Oh, no. I tripped 13 stitches in my other leg. <laughs> it, uh, wow. It actually took two sets. They had to actually put an inside layer of stitches. Wow. It was so deep. But I uh, I came right back with my ripped Jinkos and 13 stitches and played some more basketball. My mom was very mad about that. I wow. bet. Yeah. That's the insane part about cuts like that is it like, you know your your thing was probably you know whatever you you slid it or something like that. Yeah. But like if you fall on your knees and hit the wrong part at the wrong time on the wrong surface, yeah, it'll split your knee right open. Yep. Like the whole thing and just from just barely, you know, the impact alone. Yep. Doesn't have to Crazy. be a stray rock or something. Gold jinkos though, two terrible so, leg injuries. I've seen many unconventional outfits. You know, we heard of the story with David Chappelle. And Rick James wearing the, the mm-hmm. full mm-hmm. jumpsuit while mm-hmm. playing basketball and then make some pancakes, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was uh, was Janko's uh, an acceptable athletic choice? Absolutely not. <laughs> I was just, uh, I don't know, we were over at some friend's house. It was just a pickup game. Yeah, that was awesome. And uh, no, we were just hanging out. Wasn't a good decision at all, but we had to leave my brother and sister there to take me to the hospital. And when we came back to pick them up, Apparently, I just went back to playing basketball with everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good for basketball at all. All right. Yeah. Have Noted. you never seen Jankos? No, <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just yeah, teasing. Yeah, it's not a good play. And I think the both injuries were actually corduroy, Jenko corduroys. So oh, wow. Damn. Imagine that. In the hot summer sun, you're out there and Jenko corduroys playing basketball. Like, I deserved every <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because, like, I never, I don't even think I ever owned a pair of Jankos, but... It was like for a while, if you had Jenko jeans, you were really cool. Yep. And then after a while, everybody <laughs> had moved on from Jenkos. And if you had Jenko jeans, you were like the dirty Just kid. filthy. Just the filthy. Yeah. And like, luckily, I, I got through that. So it was like 97, 98 when I was in ninth yeah. grade. And yeah. by the time I got to like 11th, 12th grade, we had moved on to the silver tabs. Right. Um, and that's, uh, you know, a respectable. And I gene. guess everybody gave them to. Goodwill and the all the, uh, the dirty kids, the as it were. Went and yeah. bought them. I mean, I guess there is some logic to that. Like, yeah, like- if you have, if you are from a, a less fortunate home and have less money, you can afford less. No, let's call it like it is. Just the dirty kids, like, well, they, they just like it them. Wasn't a financial <laughs> situation. I don't think no, they weren't dirty because of their finances. No, no, they, yeah, actually, they were, they you're probably right money. there. I know kids who were money's very, very well dirty. Off. Yeah. Money is very very dirty. well off families yep. who were very dirty. Yep, it all stems from ICP. I found. Yeah, that's true. Are you Mostly. talking about like parachute pants? Yeah, no, they're like a well. Ish, no, yes and no. Pants are more like vinyl-y or They're not. like yeah. their own. You know, if you're soaping. Have oh, you, dude. Do you guys soap. ever soap? You guys, oh, yeah. Do you guys ever soap? That's yes. one of those brands. Yeah. Didn't it have the grind? Like, yeah. yeah. The, oh, that was the entire man. thing is they tried to get soaping to, That's amazing. Um, to catch on. It was pretty much like no clue a rail. We used to, we used to do freestyle walking with yeah. those on. Yeah. Soap. Soap. Soap shoes. Soap shoes, yeah. I uh, think they still make them. I don't know. I don't know. But you would essentially, there's like a bar on the bottom of your foot and you kind of grind. Those are the Janko pants. Jankos. My wife didn't believe these were real. And oh, for anyone yeah. not, you know, I'm showing them a picture of the Jankos. Um, Google it if you don't know what they are. 
J-N-C-O. Yeah, J-N-C-O. They literally, like, yeah, my wife did not believe these were actual pants, let alone that I would wear them yeah. when I was younger. It's funny because there were, like, uh, soap shoes, and then quickly somebody was like, we should put a wheel in them. And then the yeah. wheelies came Wheelies, out, dude. And then, and then the wheelies just over. died, man. Yeah. There were some people hanging on to soap, I'm telling you. On the yeah. West Coast, I... There were some people. Wait, Phil, show me those pants. These are my skunks that I had. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, with the Beanie Baby? Yeah, I would stick the Beanie Baby, like, out the back pocket, but the patch was already on it with a little skunk. Okay. Yeah, look at those pockets, though. If the Beanie Baby fell, like, in... It was way down there. You ain't never getting that back. Yeah, the pocket went from here. Where you put your wallet, dude? Down by your leg. Uh, I was keeping the front pocket, actually. (laughs) I'm a front pocket wallet guy. Yeah. Me too. My wallet was stolen out of my locker in high school, and I just never trusted anyone since, so I keep it it in the front pocket. (laughs) I was having back pain. Because I kept too much shit in my wallet. Yeah. And so I got a very thin wallet now, and now it's in my front. I bought a really, really, really thin wallet, and I only had like three cards in it, and I loved it, and it was great. And then one year, my kid, my, it was kind of falling apart after I had it for a couple of years, and my kids were at the store, and they wanted to buy Daddy a wallet. So he got me a wallet, and it was like a normal wallet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, of course, was going to use it because my kids got it for me. And now my wallet's like a Costanza, not yep. quite a Costanza wallet, but it's... It's too big. It's easy to make it a Costanza. But listen, was it one of you? I got too much money. That's my problem. Was you know? it one of you that shit on trifold wallets? Yeah, trifold sucks. Oh, come on, dude. Yeah. They're it's too not that fat. Bad. They're too, too fat. fat. Way too fat. I agree. Yeah. yeah but, but I still have one because yeah, my kids got it for the kids, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't just write them off, man. Sure you can. You can make them thin. No. Just don't put so much shit in I it. I got a lot of shit. <laughs> I got well. my dad a wallet when I was in high school or junior high. Cause he actually needed one, and now I'm thinking back, and it was a Donald J. Trump wallet. Wow, oh my get out of here! Because it was like, oh my at, goodness, um, it was at a TJ Maxx or something. So it was funny. like, oh, well, this Damn. looks like good quality, but it wasn't a Donald Trump president. No, not president. No, this was years I, and yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when it was just like, oh, Trump's some rich money guy, yeah. and he, here's a Trump wallet. I used to have a Trump shirt. I had to have uh, cufflinks with it. Didn't even have you know no buttons. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. Bought this shirt and I'm like, how do I button these? Oh, now I gotta buy this is an investment. Yeah. Now I gotta like buy more. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. So yeah. you gotta spend money to look like Yeah. I was trying to sell uh little wipies, like hand wipes. For I had to dad. make a killing right now, yeah. For yeah, the dad. tender touch towels for my dad. So I got a nice new shirt and tie. Phil, you have to explain the tender touches because <laughs> I feel like this is a legendary Nyman thing oh, that needs man. to be told. Yeah, so like my dad was dating this woman from Turkey who... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, God. Uh, that's a true story. Um, her family was into like all this stuff and anyway... Like multi-level she, all, marketing. All yes. of this stuff. Yes, all of this different... MLM, they were, they okay. were They were very... They had quite the profile. Wait. Um, was your dad dating a woman who lived in Turkey or whose family was from Turkey? <laughs> she was from Turkey. Okay. She lived on Long Island, but she was from Turkey. And her family, a lot of it was still in Turkey. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so um, she's recently. Yes, recently. I don't know about De-Turkey. how recently. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he comes up, he, he talks to me. All my dad's worst ideas, I always told him no, and he did them anyway. <laughs> but he said, I think about selling these little... Wet wipes, you know, like to restaurants and stuff like that. It's a little whatever. So he ends up actually meeting with these people and he did, figured out like he picked like the, I don't know, whatever the material the wipes were made out of. He picked the scent. He wanted rose water involved. He even wanted to get little shirts with roses embroidered on them for no real reason, just because it was rose water in it. Oh, dude, and, I'm uh, it. Then he came up with the name of the company and he was going to call it Tender Touch Towels. 
And I said, Dad, that's terrible. Like, you can't, you can't use that. Um, and he took it even a step further. He made business cards for us that said, everyone needs a tender touch. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my. Um, so we would go door to door to restaurants and try to sell these uh, wet wipes. And um, I can tell you, uh, I didn't sell any. I never sold one. My dad still has boxes of these 10 years later, 11 years later. But they, why isn't he selling them right now? Uh, that's a good question. He's now selling... Um, I hope my dad doesn't listen to this. It's not that I'm mocking him, but he now is selling these, um, like, with everything that's going on, and you can't really have people come over for counseling. I don't know what he calls it, but it's basically a box for counseling. Wow. And so he'll, he'll sell the box with a book in it. You read the book, and then he does, like, these one-on-one online Zoom, Zoom sessions with them yeah. and stuff like that. And he'll make up, like, uh, some other little teaching for that wow know, but huh. yeah he calls a therapy in a box or something like that okay yeah so that's uh maybe he's stick one i feel in like there. i saw a sign for that at sheets probably at does he try to honestly <laughs> probably did. yeah dude yeah. do you think he ever tries to sneak in the tender touch with the session i don't know maybe <laughs> like <laughs> maybe in the box he just he's starts like, throwing he, he doesn't have any of the wipes on him but he throws a you know throw. you know you yeah, guys just like it you, you look like you need a wet you wipe. need counseling <laughs> and you know what you need in your relationship a tender touch wow yeah, but I got introduced to the tender touch where this was years <laughs> after. Where did he touch you? When you were trying to sell your tender touches. Yeah. Where this you brought is... them to a music festival that we were going to together. Yeah. And you gave them to all of us. You're like, yes, take them. Take and use them. <laughs> yeah. Wipe yourself off. Dawson, yeah. how were they? Oh, they were fantastic. Yeah. Wow. They actually were high quality. They're yeah, good they were really quality. good. They don't rip. Like, they were They were good quality. But And they weren't alcohol-based, so they didn't, like, dry out your hands, you know. My soon-to-be roommate, Ian... Made a little song that goes, if you're feeling dirty <laughs> and you're feeling lonely, go tender touch oh, yourself. So ra- that's amazing. And that was the tender touch was the topic of the week right. at this festival. Well, until he got a tick in his dick. Right. He did get a yes. tick in his wow. dick. Wow. Yeah. Did the tender touch help with that? No. He went to the nurse's station. They said, yeah, we don't do that. Here's some alcohol and tweezers. Yeah. And uh, we went back to the tent. I kept a guard and he uh, pulled it right Dude. out. When he, I remember after that happened, he came out. He was all sweaty from being in the tent. <laughs> he drank an extra Sprite, I think. Well, he, he was, was so like, sweaty. he's like, you know, I was in there. I was trying to pull this tick out of my dick. And all I was thinking about was that Sprite was waiting for him. <laughs> and that's what kept me going. Dude, he, that, he bought a certain amount of Sprite and he rationed it. So at a certain time of the day, he knew a Sprite was waiting for him. So he had just enough Sprites. Wow. So it was coming up on Sprite o'clock and he was Damn, excited dude. about it. Ice cold Sprite. Yeah. Crack it open. Day. That oh, that first sip, it's almost too much. It sounds it's it's <laughs> it's like drinking white noise, you know. Like, but and he's smart though because the first year I went to that same festival, which was eleven years before that, Sierra Mist had just come out, so we oh. got a case of Sierra Mist for the tent. Mm-hmm. Not nearly as good as Sprite. Not as I, refreshing. Mm. Just not as good. I went to a music festival the first time I went to this to this particular festival, and. We decided, like, we all wanted to go. We were all, like, either in high school or just out of high school and maybe starting into college. I can't remember. And none of us had any money. And there were four of us, uh, two sisters and my buddy and I. No, there was no kind of, like, Damn. we weren't, there were there were two males and two females who were all uh, heterosexual, but we weren't, we weren't, none of us were interested in each other. It wasn't mm. that kind of thing. Story lost a lot of legs on that one. Yeah, but we all, we went <laughs> together and none of us had any money. So literally we we took like some snacks we had at our houses and took a tent and borrowed a vehicle from a friend and like barely paid for enough gas, I think, to get there and back. But while we were there, 
we decided we probably need to eat something besides these Pop-Tarts or whatever we had with us. And so, you know, how people do the beg, borrow and steal games. Oh, yeah. Um, where oh, yeah. people, people, for those who aren't familiar, will find like something like a plastic spoon and they'll go, not beg, borrow or steal. It's called bigger, or better, bigger, or better. Yeah. And they'll go to like the next campsite over and trade that plastic spoon for uh, a metal knife. And then, like, eventually they end up with, like, a canoe or something. You know, it's mm. insane stuff where they're they're trying to get something bigger or better. And so we were like, well, why don't we do that? So we started out with our, like, a pack of Pop-Tarts and maybe some vegan, because the girls we went with were vegan, some, like, vegan hot dogs or something, and ended up with, like... Probably hard to trade those. It was hard, but not impossible. <laughs> um, the worst part was, like, the hot dogs were, we had to take them out of the package so we put them in like a, a cardboard box oh no but anyway one of our prizes at the end of it was um a five pound can of bush's baked beans oh damn now obviously we did not eat that five pound can why not by, because it was like the last day before we figured out we could actually eat while we were there and so we put it in, in a you know a secure spot in the back of the vehicle and um, somebody was going to take it home and it was like all four of us checked that we were sure it wasn't moving. Well, sure enough, none of us knew it, but by the time we got back, it was all over the back of that. Baked oh. beans, dude. Those baked beans were all over the cold baked beans oh. in a hot dude, car. Dude, I would have scraped them oh. off of my hands and ate them. I love baked beans. Dude, it's funny you mentioned this because this is also related to a festival story. It was Five Iron Frenzy, a very well-known ska band mm-hmm. in the Christian scene. It was their last cornerstone. Yeah. And I remember it vividly. That they're like, we've got three pinatas. We're throwing it out in the crowd. One of them has is filled with candy. Both two are filled with candy, and one of them is filled with baked beans. <laughs> and there was, I remember after the show was over, seeing people walking out of the crowd that had baked bean juice <laughs> all over them. And there was baked beans all over where the, the, where the you know the the, the pinata, stage. Yeah, yeah, the pinata. I was like, holy shit! That's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, oh, I'd be more inclined to beat a pinata if it had baked beans in it. Dude, bigger and better is fun though. Have you ever done it like in the city? We That's did it. It's literally the only time I've ever done it. We did it for youth group one time. We broke up into teams, and whoever came back with the best thing would win. We started with a pen, I think, each of us. Um, at one point, we actually got cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Yeah. Which I wish I would have just stopped there, just ate the burgers. But we actually came back with a toilet. We uh, we brought a, a brand new toilet back. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did you steal it out of a construction site or something? No, I don't remember what led to that. But the two things I keep stopping at, and it's probably because I'm hungry right now, um, we traded the cheeseburgers for a bag of Doritos, which not sure that's a win or not. Right. I wish I would have just, just stopped there. They're more useful than a toilet. That's right. Yeah. The, yeah. I have never played bigger and better other than that. But one time we did go to the mall with my youth group. You know, my youth groups. Went to the mall with my youth group, and the, the our youth leader gave us, like, each a dollar or three dollars or something. And we had to come back with the the most unique item, I think is how they phrased it, oh, nice. in the mall, um, which was hard to do when it's like a small amount of money. But, you know, there was a Dollar Tree and stuff like that. Right. I somehow managed to find a set of metal tablecloth weights, which I didn't even know existed. And in the same package were they were decorated. I mean, they, they like looked like things. Were zoo animals and tropical fruits. Hmm. So there were like little lion heads and um, a banana and stuff like that. And they were all weighted table cover weights. And I won because nice. it's definitely unique. That's that pretty is cool. Unique. I didn't even know that. it existed. 
I remember in youth group we had like the it's uh like you get clues and you have to run around and find other clues. I can't remember what we called it. It's like uh not the great escape. Like the TV show where they go around the world with the clues. Oh, okay. Do you know uh, what I'm saying? Amazing yeah. race. Amazing, amazing race. race. It was yeah. like the amazing race, but it was round town. But it was just like asking for trouble for any business <laughs> that you hit a sometimes they would work with them like at like Dairy Queen. If someone comes and asks for a watermelon pie, give them this card. Because okay. you found out the clue to go to Dairy Queen, right? But it was funny because you would, if you weren't at Dairy Queen and you asked for a watermelon pie, you're going to look like an idiot. <laughs> but sometimes they didn't and they would just put them in stores. Uh-huh. And then you have five rowdy teenagers running in the stores, searching around. Yeah, as quick as they can. We yeah. got kicked out of places during the yeah. <laughs> race. But always a lot of fun. At yeah. least it wasn't like that game they made you play. I don't know if we talked about that on this show or oh, Honey if you love me. Honey if you love me. Yeah, you did yeah. talk. That's yeah. weird. Was that on this show? Yeah. I we think it was. Youth group a lot on here. Yeah. Well, that's it's a big part of a lot of our lives. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 Sometimes yeah, I, I never played be... that one though. Yeah. The yeah. weird sex game. The the yeah, weird game that was definitely molestation <laughs> by your <laughs> right. youth leaders. Well, hey, I don't think it was youth leader on youth lead or or kid. It was only the students. Oh, that makes it a lot. That that does make it better, actually. It's, yeah, it's it's better. <laughs> a little bit better. It's still just as creepy. Man, there's a lot and raw. <laughs> but it's, uh, I got. I can't imagine how different youth group is now for a lot of churches all over and mm. just like youth, it's online. Not even just youth groups, but just like well, you, didn't, I, you didn't mean this moment, like during no, the yeah, yeah. But some of the crazy shit we did. Yeah, it was like with the now. the youth leaders, not that anything like, well, it's use you know heinously sinful or anything like that. Right. But just like, hey, we we're having an event where uh, we've got this catapult thing. It's called you bring it, we fling it. Bring something fun <laughs> to fling. That was an event. Yeah, and it was awesome. Yeah, like you know, big things of pudding flying through the air. Oh and yeah, all, all kinds of stuff. So. That's what you want right there. A lot of nerf war too. too. Yeah, trebuchets are better. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, I think I met you kind of at my youth group. Possibly. Because you came with Austin. I invited Austin oh, wow. and he brought cool. you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I just tag along sometimes. But that actually, no, that wasn't when I met you because you were in my math class in seventh grade. Oh, yeah. Can't remember I it. don't remember that, but. Brandon doesn't remember any of seventh grade. I don't, yeah, I don't. It's a blur. I mean, to be fair, I don't really remember a whole lot of it either. My I mind's just mushy pudding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. So that was the beginning of I think the Brendan end. and Duddy. I think seventh grade was the year that uh, Kryptonite came out for me. Or not for seventh grade for me. Three doors down. Three doors down. Kryptonite, dude. And it's funny because I had an employee a couple years ago who was like, I don't know how old he is now. Probably twenty four. I don't know. But he's like nineteen at the time. I was like ninety nine. And that song came blasting on the radio. He was playing it and he's singing it and he's like, oh, I mean, I love this song. I'm like. Just thought for a minute. I'm like, how old were you when this song came out? Mm. And he calculated it up, and he was like a year old. Wow. And I was like, I don't feel I'm not old. I'm 30 uh, at the time. I was probably you know 28 or something even, but I'm only 32 now. And I'm like, doesn't it feel like I should have like? It, I remember it being played at, at like a uh, a point in my life that's like one of those moments you remember for a long time. I remember the first time I heard that song. Yeah, that's uh, this wasn't the first time, but it was yeah. definitely like an important time. And I'm like, there shouldn't be like pivotal pivotal moments in my life, and you were born after them, and thus yeah. and you be working for me. Like that seems <laughs> weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what's really weird is that um, something that I realized, I might have talked about this in a different way on the show before, but uh, no shade towards my brother, 
she's a great gal, but his girlfriend was born in 2000. Yeah. And that's just so weird They're to They're about me. to be 21. Yeah. These 2000ers are about yeah. to be 21 to be able to drink. That's crazy. Wow. I, yeah, man. W- one time I was helping with my youth group after I was done, uh, and we were playing Bop It, and I was sitting there playing Bop It, and I was like, these kids weren't alive when Bop It came out. Yeah, Man. and I remember like the zeit. It was yeah. kind of like a um, oh yeah, a, it was a, huge. Like, Bop it was huge, and I yeah. was like, wow, I played this game yeah. longer than they were. Flick alive. it, sniff it. <laughs> yeah, sniff uh, it. I don't remember that it. one being there. <laughs> Lick it, thrust it, P- wow. penetrate. Flick it. Oh, dude, Bop it. POD concert. That's where I was when I first heard Kryptonite. Yeah, yeah. In between, how they play music in between when bands are setting up. In between wow. head PE and POD. Did wow. you know in that moment that, that you were in love with that? The song? only no. The only reason I ever remember it is because the line where they talk about the dark side of the moon. I'm just, then I started like in my head. I'm like, oh, I really wish I was playing Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd right now. It's yeah, like, right. Like, yeah. This terrible nonsense that they're playing over the speakers. Pink Floyd, man. I have always liked Pink Floyd for as long as I can remember. But I like Pink Floyd more because last year, yeah. Dustin, Phil, and I got to go to like this very exclusive party for the publisher Devolver. And I'm not just saying like it's we're because fronting. we're not fronting. It was like there were some top dogs there. And dude, it was like, hey, there's I mean, two to 51. Was Josh Hutchison there from the Hunger Games? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Who am I to say? Just to be clear, this wasn't <laughs> somehow this wasn't with Handsome Phantom. It was with another business arrangement that I got an invite um, to that event. Anyway, the point is they had a big tent that like you could lay down in. And it was a giant tent, and they were doing a light show, and they had, like, people dancing, and they they had a cover band playing uh, Dark Side of the Moon. And for whatever reason, it it had a lot of meaning before, and now it has even more meaning to me. I think about that all the time. I was actually showing, and I didn't take nearly enough. We were... There's free alcohol and whatnot, so... Some uh, intoxicants. Some intoxicants. And I don't. I didn't take as many pictures as I thought I did from inside. That I was showing. I one guarantee guy that I took zero. Bit. Yeah, I, d- I definitely took a few, but like, it's not great. I wish I would have captured the moment a little. But I was in the moment, and it's still yeah. always, you know. Oh yeah, it's up here, and uh, that was that was a good time. That was even probably more fun than when I saw Roger Waters actually. Yeah, because <laughs> he, you know, I'd rather see probably the other pieces of Pink Pink Floyd. Right, but, right. But better one, than nothing. That's one of the things we lose with no. E3. Yeah, it's yeah. uh I'm having a rough week knowing that we're getting into that, you know. I mean, by the time this some of you hear this, E three would have already been gone and yeah whatnot, but you know, as we record this, it should be in about a week. I was thinking that like it's hard even we've we've been in the industry for a little while now, but it's like if I see certain people out and about, it's gonna like yeah get me a little giddy. Yeah. Like when I saw um uh the guy that created Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I saw him standing outside of a hotel, uh, and I was like, "Don't, don't ask for a picture." Right? Of him. I yeah. wanted to so, but I'm like, "That's Miyazaki." Dude. He was like waiting for his cab or something. Yeah, yeah. we were. He was staying. there with the other guy that I've seen on a million videos, like the producer of Sekiro, and I was like, "Damn." Oh, yeah. So yeah, I, it's it's just I don't know. I love that. I love that aspect. I'm never. They're just normal people. Of right. Course. Right. Right. But it's always exciting to see but people like that. Like you don't. Like, I know I was waiting in line to play the Genesis mini thing, and uh, yeah. the guy that's the actor that plays uh, the main character in Judgment was was over at the Sega booth hanging out. Nice. Just, like, 
where, where else am I going to see these people? Are, you know, yeah. most of them live in Japan still and stuff like that. Like you're never going to see them any other. It's place. just cool. One of one of my moments like that was it was super brief, but Brendan Yuri. Oh yeah, the party directly beside yeah. us with a group of people, yeah. and I was like yeah. double taked, and I was like, "Yep, what's that? We're partying with what's Brendan, that Brendan Yuri? Yuri? <laughs> yeah. yeah, what the fuck? And then you look up in the balcony, and Phil Spencer's up there. Yeah, <laughs> like, how about when we up. were like some of these events are just crazy. Rose right. behind we're just Elon grateful, Musk. You know? Yeah. Oh wait, that was this year. Elon Musk was was that elongated musket? <laughs> not Elon Musk. No, not Elon Musk. No, but Elon Musk was was he at the Game Awards this year or last year? I don't remember being uh, there. It was the, he was probably there because Grimes performed yeah, this that year. that was this year. Yeah. Okay, so we weren't, but it feels like we were. Yeah. But yeah, we've been like rose from very um, influential and ninja people. And sat, when we sat behind Mark Cerny, and I was like, what does he smell like? That's right. I'm not creepy. I'm just lightly curious. Right. He just seems like a cool and guy. And also a little creepy. It's a little, I will, I will say that. That was yeah. the E3 that had the flute guy. Yes, that everyone said was cultural appropriation. It turned out he was like the master of that instrument, like right. one of the only in the world. Right. At the long ass PSX conference, like I, I could have like reached up and grabbed Neil Druckmann's hair. Wow. I mean, we were that close. Oh, yeah. He was just like two rows ahead of us. That was kind of crazy. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's just surreal. Like, you know, you see these people online and, yep. you know, it's sometimes hard to remember that. Right. It's not just a picture. Man, you know? I would have had so. to have, uh, you know, Breeze past Lana Pierce and uh, Marty Sleva, I think we're mm. both sitting right in front of us. What What's a really gigantic game that you care nothing about? Or movie? Or anything? Near? Oh, that one doesn't count. We're not talking about that one. Okay, so there you go. Yoko, Yoko Taro. Okay, Yoko Taro. I was very interested in seeing Yoko Taro because the game meant a lot to me. Right. Yeah. And he's just a normal dude, but, but he, he's created, so funny. he created something I yeah. love. Yeah. Right. But Brandon, if he saw Yoko Taro, would be like, it's a guy. Right. I don't literally It's like don't us care. when we saw Randy Pitchford yeah. waiting for his Uber yeah. at PAX. And we're like, oh, there's Randy again. Yeah. Drop a flash drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the running yeah. joke. Yeah. Dude, what's super we funny, the... He's First in, year of PSX? Randy Pitchford? No, um, that Yoko was um, still when PS I Love You was going. I walked right by Colin. I was like, I, oh. you know, I, I literally, I just thought it was funny to interact with him like this. I was like, hey, Colin. And he looked up and didn't know me. I just thought it was funny. And he's like, hey. And then that was the entire exchange and then kept nice. walking. Yeah. That yeah. was, I have pictures of seeing PS I Love You and being like, there's, there's Colin and Greg. Yeah. Wow. It's been, it, it feels like so long ago now. Everything feels like it was so long ago. Really? Now. It's true. Actually, can we get serious for a minute? Yeah. Sure. We're okay with that. Because we were talking, we're talking about these memory stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just the current situation or if it's because I'm getting closer to like late 20s. Become so much more aware of like, oh, you're... The, the things that feel like they weren't that long ago are starting to actually be a long time ago. Yeah. And it's like freaking me out a little bit not that i don't feel like i'm having like a quarter life crisis exactly but it's like man well, like when you think about what like, happened you we know we were playing music together like 10 years ago 10 years that dude. doesn't make any sense when i think about the fact that college for like, me was over 10 like i i <sighs> finished college over 10 years ago now yeah and i'm like mm, college is still pretty recent yeah, exactly. yeah i was gonna say our 10-year graduation is gonna be coming up in a I couple a 20 years year this year next year yeah 2022 Man. Oh, man. I don't know. I I've been I feel like I've been more introspective lately about my own life a lot. I, I think it's partially just because people I'm at home more. Everyone's at home more, not yeah. going out. You're 
spending more time contemplating stuff. And I'm like, yeah, my if I like 10 years ago thought about thinking about my life now, I'm like, would I be happy with what I've done? Would yeah. I be not happy? Would I, you know what I mean? Like, right. The other thing that is related to that is that it's like so many times in my life, I'm like, oh, yeah, when when the real life starts, like when I'm living what will Older, be my, yeah. whole, what, my whole life and I'm always like waiting to that next part. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's I'm, like you're there. I'm yeah. trying to just be like, no, this the life that I'm living right now is what like a real life. Like, yeah. what, have you ever thought in in recent past of like, I need to find an adult, or why aren't there any adults here? Like something Dude, I, weird yeah, like that. All the time, I never I'm like, feel yeah. like oh, an wait. adult. Wait, like, that. But then, like me and my wife are buying a house right now, and we're renting. We've been renting since we got married, and my family was kind of like, not my mom and dad, but you know, aunts and stuff. Oh, you're finally finally growing up, doing the grown up thing, and I'm like. Bitch, I finished in the top 4% of a Fortune 500 company last year. Like, buying a house does not make you a damn adult. Like, right. I feel like I've been an adult for a minute now. I've, but, owned, yeah. I've owned a house since I was 22, so... Yeah. yeah, I bought my first one at 23, I yeah. think. Like, I took a lot of time, you know, before I bought another one, but, like, that doesn't make you an adult. But I guess still, even the older generation, I'm 36, and they still don't look at me as, <laughs> as right. an adult. So, whatever. It's I'll the, just enjoy it's being the pop a kid. shirt. It's the yeah, pop it's probably shirt. the pop shirt. <laughs> and, I, you know, I've been, that's something I've been struggling with. Like, how does an adult male dress... However and like, you dress. I guess so. And that's what my wife keeps telling me. She's like, oh, I like you in the fun t-shirts. And I'm just like, is that, I mean, is that whatever? Is that cool for some of my age? Like, shouldn't I be wearing? I hate polos. Like, I go I back and forth. I go back so and much. forth. I think I found a happy medium with yeah. the, with the just, I've been rocking plain more recently because okay. I feel like that's a nice in between right. for me. Pocket tee, you yeah. know, classic. I found it for like the fall. Like I've gotten into like, a, it's almost like a long sleeve polo, but like golf shirts. Are very mm-hmm. comfortable. They're kind of like a really breathable, nice material. They're very comfortable. Um, I've got some Greg Norman and some other ones, but when it comes to the summer, I don't really like a short sleeve polo. So here's yeah. why I wear I, I wear a polo almost every day. Yeah. And the reason why is not because I want to look nice or I think it looks nice or something like that. I would rather wear a t-shirt every day. Yeah. It's because the way my pants sit on my waist, if I have to bend over or move in a weird, not like my clothes fit, whatever. All right. But if I have to get on my knees or something, there's a 99.9% your chance you're going to see my crack. Mm. So I wear a polo so I can wear a shirt underneath it because it looks weird and stupid to me to tuck in a t-shirt. Yeah, I agree. So I wear yeah. a like an undershirt or a t-shirt yeah. and tuck it in, and then I have a polo shirt. That's the only reason I hate them otherwise. Yeah. I just never got into polos. Like I mean, I wear, I wear a suit to work, but right. Um, I had to, to wear a home. polo for my old job. Yeah, when we just, were on shoots, and I detested yeah. wearing a polo. I don't know. I I don't think that people look bad in them. I just it's so not my style. Right. I have a hard time thinking of you in a polo. I dreaded it. Yeah, and I was like, listen, let's try like beg, begging my boss. I'm like, can we have like car like lanyards? A lot of companies do lanyards, and you can wear yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, or whatever, something like that. I don't know, but. So I packs is nice because when it's that time of year, you can still wear long sleeves and stuff. But I think I had to wear a few polos at E3 last year. It's just it's not my thing. Yeah. You didn't have to. Well, it looks better. It just know. helps. I don't want to. Yeah. But you were saying about old, how older we're like, oh, this is how older people dress. Right. Is yeah. it just the people in our age range or like when they're 55, 60, they're going to be wearing... Maybe. Sh- honestly, I think, honestly like, I do think... Am yeah. I going to oh, be wearing <laughs> a Super Mario World shirt when I'm... 
60 I, I think on so. Saturday. I hope so. And it would be it'll be different than when somebody who's currently 60 is wearing a right. yeah. shirt. But I think the reason that I mean obviously your tastes and everything and and fashions change over the years, but also it's part of it is like a lot of places require a certain dress code. So mm. by the time you reach a certain age, that's still I mean you're going to dress that way the majority of the time. Yeah. But you still see a little bit of disparity in that because you see you know, guys out at the bar after work wearing suits and ties, but you also see guy in the one piece welder suit, uh, whatever that's called, that like a jumpsuit that that's what he wears all the time for work. So it's just part of his wardrobe now. Yeah. Right. So like, it's really weird, but uh, I definitely think style will change. And I also think to some extent, not entirely, but probably by the time my kids are, you know, old enough to have corporate jobs or whatever, if they decide to go that route that you'll see a lot more companies who are led by people our age um, not telling their employees they have to wear that. Right now, you still have enough people who were raised that if you're not wearing a suit and tie, you're being disrespectful. Right. That that's a lot of our generation has to wear that kind of stuff to work. What's interesting is like since uh, the world's kind of been shut down, we actually went to jeans at work. Yeah. Um, we're still doing like business casual. I still kind of wear a suit jacket, you know, just no tie, shirt jacket. Because you're the boss. Yeah. Right. That's exactly right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But, uh, <laughs> like yeah. Dude, the jacket. We go back to full suits on the 15th of June. Oh, the jacket with no tie and unbuttoned is, yeah. a, is a good look. I like that look. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 been nice. Like, uh, yeah, my wife likes it, I guess. She tells me I look nice when I get home, and so that's always nice. I, uh, I, I always think that this is a really interesting discussion when people say... Well, you need to dress like that because it looks professional. Mm -hmm. And I say, who does it look? I mean, I don't actually argue with people, but like, who does it look professional to? Right. Because to me, if I (laughs) see somebody in a suit, so people in my demographic think of a suit as a sleazy salesman a lot of times, even though they can be or like starchy or something. And to be honest, in in my branch, I'm a little lenient because of our location. Right. Um, We do more like instead of a suit jacket, we have these fleeces. It's really cold inside there all the time. So. We might wear like the fleece instead. It right. just looks more approachable. Right. Um, but my, my point is, though, like w- our definition of of um, uh, what you should look like at work, what professional looks like, right. it's a cultural um, training. So if the culture doesn't think that anymore, yeah, then is it still professional to wear that? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I think a lot of people thought that we might, you know, go to just jeans all the time. Right. But... They're going back to the the full business professional. Can we agree, though, that the game developers on stage at events need to stop it with the game T-shirt plus sports jacket? Yeah, I don't. don't, You said that before, but I disagree with you. Yeah, I don't. I think it looks bad. I think it looks like someone was like, "Oh shit, I'm going on stage." (laughs) Had a gaming shirt and then took their dad's jacket and put it on before Uh, they walked on stage. Why does that look bad? I'm saying like I just don't think it it it, it physically look I don't you know it, do whatever you want but I just don't like the way it looks at like in as I'm looking at it you know I'd rather see anything nothing I think it's under the, there almost the 47 year old dad nerds who are who are making games making amazing games who usually wear their t-shirt tucked in and it's a Donkey Kong t-shirt and then they get up there those are the ones that look dorky to me right. the guys who are, I mean as a fashion choice wearing a t-shirt with a jacket over it I think yeah. looks cool the Spencer I think for me it's the the half and half mm. it's like mm. go fancy or go casual 
I disagree. You know what I mean? I yeah. just I don't know. I it's don't nice. I don't like fancy too. I think there's a balance. I don't know. I just think there's a balance. I like and it. I agree with Dustin almost a little bit on this. Mm. I don't like when people look fancy or they try to look fancy. And I also don't like it when they look like slobs. Mm. So like that's a nice meaning. I don't know if I would do it or pull it off or anything, but I don't like dressing fancy for certain events. Mm-hmm. I don't like dressing fancy for work, but I do like dressing fancy for a wedding. Mm. See, that's my least favorite part of the wedding. Oh, man. All of it. Generally, here's the thing. I dress up, and now that I'm self-employed in multiple aspects, I don't have to follow anybody's dress code. Um, But I dress up so infrequently, even when I've had – I haven't ever had to wear a full suit except for like maybe a day or two here and there for meetings and stuff. But I've had to wear ties and stuff to work. But I dress up so infrequently that when I do, the clothes are either too big or too small. Mm. And I'm just uncomfortable the whole time I'm dressed, quote, fancy, so I don't enjoy it. And I think yeah. that's what makes me not like it. Brandon and I started a movement at our high school with Fancy Friday. Oh, yeah. It caught, it, it, it caught on it a little caught bit. fire to the point where there was people that we didn't know participating. Yeah. Hmm. But We did something like that when I was in high school. We called it Random Act of Violence Day. Oh, that's and similar. It, wow. You would just like see your friends and like just hit them or something. Yeah, wow. that was it, like every. Day well, we did that in it. I was gonna say we did that in addition, but we, it wasn't a game. Everyone just did it. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, not making a joke about this, but that's had to be pre-Columbine. Uh, post Columbine. Post Columbine. Because I feel like if there was rumor of a random act of violence day, I was just between my now, friends, like my group of friends. Okay, like, I was gonna say like it that was got a out. Fairly big group, but no, it was it was actually the year or two after Columbine. Like it started pre-Columbine, but we continued on. I was just going to say the phrasing there, I feel like, would yeah. would raise So eyebrows. I guess it would have technically started the year before, but we continued on with it after. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. Would have started the year right it before. It would mean something completely different now yeah, than sure. it did then. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For us, it just meant like you might be walking past your friend and headbutt them real quick. Or right. You didn't know what type of violence. That's why it was random. It might be a kick, a hit, push them into the locker. A bite. The, yeah. most, <laughs> the most violent thing about it was the surprise. The surprise. Yes. Yeah. That was it. Yep. And once it happened, they knew what day it was, and then they, you know, would do it to someone. And just, uh, Who got to decide what day it was? Probably just the first per, first person. The that first just, person uh, to do it. it. Yeah, it's every day. Every it's day. Yeah, <laughs> every day is violent. That w- that wouldn't have been as fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Man, high school. That's a brain. You're taking yeah. me out of that ten year reunion. Taking it that. back. Yeah. Thanks. I know. It's wait till it's a twenty. Real close. I keep having. I have reoccurring dreams, maybe like once every two to three months of being in high school again, but I don't get it because I don't desire that hmm. at all. I, there's not a lick of me that wants to go back to high school. I'd I don't go think back of in it. a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Loved high school. No responsibility whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't I feel like mine's right after high school. I didn't cherish that at all. And I wish I would have cherished it. Me I don't want to go back, but I wish I would have enjoyed no, I wouldn't. The no bills is what I miss. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's like I, w- I wish I could go back, but like I liked high school. So like if, you know, some weird thing happened and I went back in time 20 years, like I'd be fine. Yeah. Be right. Enjoy hmm. it. I wouldn't go hate back it. And would you change your life though? No. That's the question. No. Mm. Damn, no, dude. I wouldn't do anything different because I actually really like where my life is right now. Yeah. And uh, no, wouldn't change anything because one difference, like we watched a movie the other day on Netflix. Um I remember the name of it. It was called like Love Marriage Repeat or something. But yeah. it goes through like this wedding and shows like what happened and then like ha- like almost halfway through the movie it kind of like something really terrible happens and then they kind of pause it. I actually feel like Judy Dench is narrating it, but I have to look this up. It's some, you know, 
older British lady um, narrating it. <laughs> then they kind of rewind and show you like what would have happened if just one thing was different, like all the different events. Like that episode holiday. of the Community. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the darkest yes. timeline. Very yeah. similar. Yeah, very similar to that. Um, but it was yeah, it was a fun little Olivia Munn's in it. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's why I watched it. Right. Um, I've done that. Yep. My wife is figuring out that I have a thing for semi Asian women. Women in general. Yes. <laughs> just but, women uh, in general. Yeah. Like we were watching through Agents of Shield, and I, like you need, you should probably rephrase what does semi Asian mean. Well, I don't know what Olivia Munn. I don't know her ethnicity. She's honestly. just dark complexed. Just dark complexed. I, I don't. Not, know. I mean, that's so what I, you're getting at. Is I don't know what she is one way or another. Yes, I don't know either. But like Chloe Bennett is half Chinese. I'm really into Chloe Bennett. Yeah. Um, I just thought when. semi semi Asian was a yeah, that interesting great. way. To put it. It's pretty late at night. That's, that's probably not the best way for it to come out. But <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, but she she has an exoticness to her that I like. Right. Um, yeah, I would put her. It's an argument we have at home. <laughs> I put her very high on my list, and my wife so, doesn't think she's that pretty. So. so your wife has. You said your wife has figured out that you have a thing. Yes. Does she have a problem with that thing? No, because um. We were actually at the uh, the gym the one time. Your wife the is pool. very very white, by very, the way. Very very white, yeah. but for some reason, like there was this um, Chinese lady that was swimming in the in the, in the pool with us, uh-huh. and my wife went to the bathroom and she looks at me and she goes, "Is she China?" And I said, "No, no, she's she's just American. She's actually like her family's from like the Netherlands or something uh-huh. like that." But um, I guess I don't know. Maybe maybe subliminally or deep down, she has some sort of something that yeah something. I yeah. don't know. I but, don't uh, know. Yeah, no, my wife is not ex- like yeah I don't know. She's very pretty, she, too. But None of our uh, significant others are exotic in nope. any way, shape, or form. Nope. But <laughs> They're all very white women. Yep. But I've been super into, like, Chloe Bennett lately. And yeah. As an actress. and uh, They call that yellow fever. Woman. Is that what it is? Yep. That doesn't sound good. It's not good. <laughs> it doesn't sound good at all. I don't think your intentions sounds... are poor, but like no. when, when, when white men are attracted to Asian women, they, yeah. they call that yellow fever. And, like, she's almost 60 now, but the, the lady the, that did the voice of Mulan... Yeah, she's in Agents of Shield. Okay. She's in yeah, actually yeah. an episode of um, uh, The Mandalorian too. Yeah, um, man, she's almost sixty. She's almost sixty. What? Yep. I yep. would not have expected that. Yep. Might even be in her sixties at this point, to be honest yeah. with you. Yep. Hmm. But she is uh, just gorgeous, man. Flawless skin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Beautiful. Very nice. Beautiful. It wouldn't be the After Dark podcast if I didn't get a little pervy. <laughs> you know, well, you, that's what it do come be for. like that that's sometimes. What they come for. Yep. You know, yep. I, I know it. Dave comes for that. Dave, oh, you're yeah. listening. You, you want the the pervy stuff, right? So I, we'll keep he, it coming. He when we met up with him after Pax or during when we first got to Boston for Pax, he's like, "Yeah, I just listen to After Dark." Like, what was up with that? <laughs> I was like, "Dude, I don't know." Just <laughs> wait. Just, just wait. Yeah. Dave talked me off the ledge the other day whenever I was talking about how I hate everyone in the world now. Twelve hours later, he let me know he liked me. Yeah, that's good. So that was nice. (laughs) He he helped me realize that there's still good in the world. Yeah. Most of it's in Canada, I suppose. Yeah, Yeah, apparently. (laughs) Dave's there anyway. Yeah. 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 Well, it's about time to wrap this episode up. It is getting... This is very much HP After Dark now at this point. It's very After Dark right now. Yeah, so uh got a very after dark drive home. <laughs> yeah. So thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. As I mentioned at the top of the show, patreon.com slash handsome fandom if you want to get early access to this show and along with our other show, the HP podcast as well. That's also on there. So we would appreciate that. And uh yeah, of course, visit visit us at handsomefandom.com for your 
gaming needs and takes. So, all right, until next time. Bye. See ya. Bye.